morning, good afternoon, and good evening, beautiful fucking people. I am Big Daddy Austin. And I'm BJ Burt. And this is Two Dudes Making Big Moves. Your one-stop shop for sports news and views. So this is episode 17 of the podcast. In episode 17, we're going to be looking at week six in review. Uh, we're going to be talking about our opinions on every game, giving you an outlook on every single game. Uh, and then we're going to kind of just, you know, go from there. You down for that? Let's fucking go, baby. Let's do it. You got some uh, news for me, huh? Uh, yeah, so we're going to start injuries first. Uh, some big injuries that happened. Mark Ingram, David Bakhtiari, Darnell Savage, Devontae Parker, Devin Bush, Zach Ertz, and Raheem Mostert once again. Um, yeah, these are, you know, honestly, the lists are getting shorter. Which is very good. Yes, compared to the past couple weeks, the lists are getting shorter. Um, big names here, though, hurts uh, their teams greatly. Um, but also uh, some breaking news. Tua is the starting quarterback for the Dolphins Week 8. Tua Tagovailoa is the starting quarterback for the Dolphins for Week 8. Uh, putting Ryan, or Ryan Fitzpatrick on the bench after he brings a team to, what is it, 3-3 three and three in second place in their division. Does this come as a surprise to you? Um, I don't know necessarily because, like, yeah, you, you drafted him because you want him to play. He's your young quarterback. Eventually, he's going to have to start, eventually, you know, because Fitzpatrick, he's 38 or whatever it is. He's going to have to play. Um, Dolphins, they seem like they were doing good this season with Fitzpatrick, you know, at quarterback. So maybe – I don't know. It's a tough situation because usually when you bring in a rookie quarterback, your team kind of fucking sucks, right? Yeah. So is this a situation that, you know – you say, sorry, Ryan, but, you know, we have to look towards the future. I mean, because, I mean, you don't really expect the Dolphins to win the Super Bowl this year, but they're also not doing terrible. Yeah, that's why I'm kind of confused. I can see it both ways almost. I can see it as in, you know, the 3-3, three and three, keep riding the Fitz Magic train or whatever. And then I can also see it how Fitzpatrick – and maybe this was their plan all along. Fitzpatrick puts uh, the team in a good situation. You know, they're not 0-6 or whatever. You know they have you have a chance at the playoffs if if two you know this is where Tua comes in if he can prove that he can win games I mean hey you're looking at a playoff team on in the, in the Miami Dolphins yeah I think it's kind of perfect uh, time to bring them in too because they got the bye week this week or whatever so they have time to get them going with a lefty quarterback everything's different so you know they got to train for that uh, it, it's just this is a good time for him to try and you know progress he got some time on the field got some jitters out of the way which is good for him. Yeah, I think the bye week is perfect for them to get everything together. Yep. Uh, more breaking news. Le Van Bell will be playing with the Chiefs this upcoming game for week seven. Um, probably won't get as much touches like we saw with Leonard Fournette with the Buccaneers his first week there, but he will be there on the team. How, how, do, you, how do you feel about this this move? You didn't think it was going to happen at first. No, I did not. I don't know how the fuck it happened. Where the fuck are they getting their money from? <laughs> I mean – uh, so it was said that uh, Edwards Alaire has secured the starting job. They told him not to worry. They're just adding extra magic into their back pocket. That's just basically what it is. Um, it's going to help their team a lot in certain situations because he's got that veteran skills that, you know, been there. But also Edwards Alaire, he's what well, he's carrying like it's like eight yards per carry or something like that. Something that's crazy. He, this past game, he had 160 yards or something like that. He, he's just. He's a great back for that team, but having Le'Veon Bell is going to add to it. Yeah, I think Le'Veon Bell is going to be a perfect position, especially for like a uh, 
like a third down running back or even like a goal line running back because he has that experience yeah. to get you know to get into the end zone to get that first down where I think you know you use more of um uh use more of Clyde in the first and second downs you can get you those scrappy little um you know screen passes or whatever you do they they run you know draws and stuff to get those little extra yards on first and second down it's basically what we thought was going to happen with the Buccaneers with Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones yeah, but Fournette's been injured a little bit. But Ronald Jones has been stepping up, though. Yeah, we'll is. talk about that later. But um, Is that all the news you got there? Yep. All right. Uh, let's get into week six review. Uh, we're going to be looking at the first. No Thursday game. Uh, I think it got rescheduled this Monday. Yeah, it got rescheduled Monday. Monday, Monday, yeah. Monday. Yeah. Um, so the first game on Sunday was the game that went into overtime. We had the Tennessee Titans beating the te- uh, Houston Texans 42-36. to uh, I mean, honestly, I could say I saw this coming. I mean, Houston, they've been on a little bit of a downslope, whether it's the co- coaching situation or there's just something wrong over there. But also Tennessee, they've been looking good, not just the running game with Derrick Henry fucking 212 yards, two touchdowns that game. But Ryan Tannehill is actually showing some skill. Honestly, I'm very surprised. Uh, I, I, I didn't think it was going to happen like this. Yeah, I mean Ryan Tannehill's showing he's the real deal out there, and it like this is a scary stat line to look at. Tannehill goes for three sixty four, four touchdowns, interception, whatever. Then you got Derrick Henry going for twenty two carries, two hundred and twelve yards, and two. You got six touchdowns between your running back and your quarterback. That's just scary. And look at your leading receiver, Anthony Ferksker. Who the fuck? (laughs) Right, one hundred thirteen yards, one touchdown for him. That it's and like he's look AJ Brown. He's down. He's got he had two touchdowns, fifty six yards. Derrick Henry had 52 receiving yards. Their team looks fucking great. You're right. They're five and zero. Oh. I mean, a lot of people thought last year was a fluke, but I mean, we're getting we're we're, we're they're shutting us up this year. Yeah, I it surprised me a hell of a lot. I didn't think they were going to be undefeated at this point in the season. Um, no, they, I mean, they faced some good teams too. Yeah, and but then you look at Texans. I mean. Not a terrible game by Deshaun Watson. 335 yards, four touchdowns, zero interception. Oh, great game! Great game. Run game, there's not much there. Uh, David Johnson, 19 carries, 57 yards, one touchdown. Nothing spectacular. Will Fuller stepped in that number one receiver spot, 123 yards, one touchdown. It's, it's not a bad game for them. It, it just, you know, it came down to that last, you know, it came down to, you know, who wanted him more. Right. And we, we saw in week one, and uh, I think when Baltimore versed uh, the Texans, we saw that the, this defense, when it goes up against really good offenses, Houston Texans defense is not the best, and that was on display this game. Uh, I, I'm a little confused also on why uh, I was watching the game. The Texans actually scored a touchdown. I think it was third. It was yeah, something like thirty to twenty nine or something, right? Okay. Okay, so so put this in your head: thirty to twenty nine. Yeah. The Texans just scored, so they, it was thirty six to twenty nine. They're up by seven, right? Yep. They went for two. To try to go up by nine, it, when they, I was thinking you kick a field goal to have Tennessee try to, you know, make the two point conversion. Instead, uh, they went for two, didn't get it, so they were only up by seven, which led the Titans to come back in forced overtime when they scored a touchdown in the fourth quarter. So I, it was just interesting play calling to me. Yeah, I mean it's a you know go bear go home type of deal situation, and they fucked up. <laughs> that's just, I mean, what what that 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 leads to the question, you know, what is that like a trying to make a point for uh, I think his name is Romeo Cornell. Like he he the, they had a new coach, so I mean is that like 
you know, it, it was a it was a high risk. If, if it would have paid off, I mean, they would have loved them. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think, you know, there's going to have to be some, you know, some changes in the front office this offseason. Because uh, going one and five for Texans right now with the team that they have should not be happening. Yeah, I mean, I can see it being maybe an honest two and three right now, at least. Something better than one and five. Three and two, yeah. That's not how it should be. Three and three. Something like that. But uh, yeah, I was right. just say, you know, honestly, Titans, uh, I want to – once we get to midway through the season, I want to go over, you know, our whole little uh, who's going to playoff and who might win the Super Bowl deal because Titans are definitely, you know, helping their case <laughs> the past five weeks, six weeks. Yeah, we're definitely going to do a midseason review. Um, so this next game we got here is the Indianapolis Colts beating the Cincinnati Bengals 31-27, to closer than many thought. Yeah, I mean – uh, Bengals, they were up. Uh, what was I don't remember the exact score they were up by 24. I think was it? No, it was, it was 20 something to zero, like in the second. They quarter. were up high at you know, it's going in the half, and then Indianapolis Colts, they just came back. Um, Joe Burrow, 313 yards, no touchdowns, uh, one interception. I mean. The thing that, you know, got their scores was the run game, surprisingly, that didn't do shit all season. But only 54 yards from Joe Mixon and 15 from Giovanni Bernard. There's no run game for them. It's, it's, they just look like shit. Um, yeah, and it seems like those touchdowns are on the goal line. Too. Yeah, that's what it was. I mean, but then you go look at Philip Rivers, 371 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. He looked like he's, he's finding his, you know, He's looking. He's finding his, you know, his modem, not modem, fucking uh, rhythm. You know, he's getting in that team. He's getting there. Um, run game, Jonathan Taylor, sixty yards, uh, nothing special. But I mean, he's a rookie. Give it time. Uh, you know, they lost receivers. So, I mean, Ty only he got targeted five times, one reception, eleven yards. That's just not going to do it for him. He needs to be there. All right, he lost his step. So yeah, badly. he needs to be there. When you're leading receivers, Marcus Johnson, five receptions, 108 yards. That's just you have Ty Hilton. He was like top four receiver last year. Yeah, many years. I mean, a lot of people have also thought that Philip Rivers lost his step, but I mean, from that game, it's looking. You're great. also going on against the Bengals. I don't know exactly how much praise you can give them. Right, but I mean, yeah, they were down I mean, and he came back. But I mean, it's the fucking Bengals. yeah, that was that was announced to come back. But I don't know. It's hard to say. But the defense has. It's hard to say when you're versing the Bengals. Like you know, when we say you're versing the Jets, you got a bye week. Bengals, it's almost like that, but they have somewhat of a passing game now. It's just there's nothing else. Right, and, it, and it's like um, this. It's weird because this Indianapolis defense was. Uh, ranked at number one for a while here. They've been up a lot of points. Lately. Yeah, I mean, that's going to happen some games, so. though. You're not going to be perfect every game. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they've been allowing, like, lots of points lately to the Browns, to the Bengals. I mean, for a number one defense on paper, it, it, it's not it's not seem like it anymore. Yeah. That's weird. So for this next game, we had uh, Atlanta Falcons winning their first game, forty to twenty three against the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, I think it was the battle of the shittiest one of the, one of the shittiest. We'll say that. Uh, I mean, it, Atlanta looked dog shit this season. Vikings looked dog shit this season. 
And Atlanta came out on top pretty big, too. Uh, Matt Ryan, 371 yards, four touchdowns, looking like, you know, his usual self. Um, run game, I mean, 20, 20 carries, 47 yards for Todd Gurley. Uh, 10, 20, 10 carries, 28 yards for, was that Brian Hill? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Julio came back. Eight receptions, 137 wow. yards, two touchdowns. He's he's beating Julio for that game. Maybe it was because it was a shit team that he was going against, or what the fuck happened? I don't know. Um, other side, Kirk Cousins, three interceptions, 343 yards, three touchdowns. You're not going to win with – I mean, you most likely will not win with three interceptions. Uh, the, he's not a good quarterback. I don't care what anybody says. I will say it every single week. Kirk Cousins is not a good quarterback. He had those some glimpse, you know, of some success when he was with, you know, with the Redskins or when they were the Redskins. He just he's not a good quarterback. Um, wide receivers, Justin Jefferson, rookie, phenomenal, 166 yards, two touchdowns. He's the only reason why they're still part of this season in the talk of you know somewhat talent over there. Uh, Thielen, 51 yards, one touchdown. Uh, you know, he's there. It's just, you know, you look at Kyle Rudolph. I mean, over the years, he's been that number one guy that they rely on. 47 yards, that's it. I mean, you know, that he's just, he's, you know, that, that's all he is. I mean, he's not there anymore. I feel like, you know, he's dying out. He's out of his prime. Or is it because, you know, Kirk Cousins sucks ass? <laughs> I mean, they have two regular receivers in Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson over there. But, I mean, without Dalvin Cook this week, I mean, I think he would have ate that Falcons defense alive. But a lot of people were expecting Alexander Madison to come in, and he didn't do anything. I mean, the carries weren't there. Only 10 carries, but only 26 yards also. I mean, it's it, it was tough. A lot of people were expecting him to do really good, but he just, it just didn't happen this yeah, week. I mean, but, like, that proves, you, you know, of – Kirk Cousins doesn't have, you know, his guy in Dalvin Cook. There's no chance of winning. Right. And um, for Atlanta, I mean, um, 30 rushes are good. It is is good for the yeah. team. With Todd Gurley and Brian Hill. Uh, Matt Ryan looked good. So this is, this is one of those things where it's all like, was the head coach, um, Dan Quinn, kind of bringing him down? We saw the same thing in Houston, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with O'Brien. that when First week he left, Texans won. First week, Dan, Dan Quinn leaves. Uh, Falcons win. You know, it, it's it's like this. So I don't know if we are, is, is it the head coach it, kind of. Uh, it could be possible. But also, I mean, Julio he came back this week. He did something. I mean, and still you had really Ridley and Russell Gage. Russell Gage had sixty five yards. and Ridley had sixty one with a touchdown. They got a good receiving. Yeah, I mean, there. even Hayden Hurst had fifty seven yards, one touchdown. I mean, they have receivers there, and they actually showed up this week. Maybe it is the coaching. Who knows. The next game we had here, we had the Denver Broncos winning uh, in New England, eighteen to twelve against the Patriots. Uh, yeah, I mean, Drew Lock, he's back. I mean, one hundred eighty-nine yards, zero touchdowns, two interceptions. That's not good. Uh, that's not a, good at all for that team. Uh, they got the win, but also, I mean, Cam Newton, one hundred fifty-seven yards, two interceptions. Both quarterbacks they did not look right this game. Uh, it was actually really surprising to me how, like, they were nothing. I mean, Cam Newton more of a running back than a quarterback this week with 76 yards and a touchdown for running it. Uh, other than that, the Patriots run game, there's absolutely nothing. It was about, you know, 
33 yards or yeah, 33 yards of total rushing or whatever it is for the running backs. I mean, there, there's, there's nothing good to say about this game. Really? Philip Lindsay, hundred yards, 101 yards, maybe the best Tim Patrick, 101 yards receiving. But other than that, there is nothing. No, this game was pretty hard to watch. I mean, uh, yeah, look, it's only one total touchdown uh, this whole game. I mean, the thing about Drew Locke and Cam Newton was they both came back from uh, being out a couple weeks. So, I mean, you got to – there's that, you know, got to get back into the groove a little bit. Philip Lindsay came back from an injury he suffered in week one. Goes for 100 yards, which is good. Yeah, which um, he had to replace, you know, Melvin, Melvin Gordon. I mean, Melvin Gordon with the DUI charge, didn't want to play him, so – Lindsay had to step up, step back up in, and be that starting quarterback, that, starting running back that he needed. Right, and then yeah, we see Tim Patrick with another hundred yard game. Uh, Albert Elkinson passing there, uh, and then Jerry Judy with two receptions. I mean, a, a lot of people are. I think Jerry Judy is honestly, I, I am a Broncos fan, but I, I I saw this thing about him. It was like he is really like under the radar right now compared to all these other uh, all these other rookie wide receivers right now. I mean, look at all the rookie wide receivers. They're in a better situation. I mean, I, I, that, that's what I, that was my point. I was going yeah, to get They have Marcos, way better credit. I was going to say, Broncos, their quarterbacks have been injured the past, you know, yeah, four weeks. They, they were going to say they have way better quarterbacks and everything. And also, Jerry Judy is pretty much wide receiver one on the Broncos, so he's getting the cornerback one on many defenses. Yeah. So it's harder for him to, you know, put up these numbers that other rookies are when they're facing, you know, the second or third best corner on the team. Yeah, especially like you got CD Lamb up in the slot. I mean, Thielen's the number one receiver over in Minnesota. Uh, he Judy is that number one receiver for this team, and it's, you know, it, it's hard. I mean, if you you don't have that full caliber, you know, NFL play yet, it's because you're a rookie and that's just going to happen. Right. That's why people, a lot of people are saying, you know, a lot of these other rookie, rookie red receivers are above him because, you know, he's, he's like under the radar right now. Yeah. It, it's hard for him to, you know, get the ball and stuff. So I just thought it was that. And then, yeah, I mean, six field goals from the Broncos. I mean, no touchdowns. What are you going to do? I mean, a win's a win, right? But it's yeah. I mean, I fucking benched uh, Brandon McManus from a kicker, and he got, like, fucking 20 points or some shit like that. He was the best kicker of the week, yeah. I was pissed. Fucking Rodrigo Blankenship only got me fucking two or some shit. <laughs> I think Blankenship's, like, the best kicker, too. <laughs> uh, I'm fucking pissed. That's funny. Um, the next game, we have the Giants winning their first game. 20-19 uh, to 19 against the Washington football team. I mean, so here's how I feel about it. NFC East is wide open right now for anybody to take it. But I also want to get, you know, like a number one draft pick. That'd be kind of nice right now. I mean, you know, especially this season where out of everything, Sterling Shepard's supposed to come back this week. Um, fucking Saquon's out for the season. Darius Slayton is out now. I, we don't have an offensive line. You know, it'd be nice to get like the number one overall draft pick and grab something fucking sexy. But – with this win, you know, maybe we're on a – we got some motor, momentum where we're going to get on a roll maybe. Who fucking knows? I doubt it. But, I mean, it was against the Washington football team. They're nothing special either. So, I, I don't know how to feel about this. I mean, so, Giants, they were up uh, 20 to uh, – what was it? Uh, I can't think. Uh, 13, right? 
2013. 2013. And the Washington football team scored. They went for two. So I so I they the football team went for two to try to put it up 21 to 20. They missed it, so it was 19 to 20. I mean, the Giants almost lost this game on a two point conversion. Yeah, I mean, there, there's nothing good over there for the Giants right now. I mean, Danny Dimes, he's showing some promise at quarterback, I think. But other than that, we have nothing with an injured Saquon and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, it's rough out there. Um, what was I going to say? The Devonta Freeman, though, is looking, is, is, you know, he's stepping into that spot. Yeah, but when you know Daniel Jones is you know leading rushing with seventy four yards, I mean that that's not good either. I mean that's because you know quarterbacks obviously going to get you know if they can are able to run they're going to get a lot of yards because you know they're thinking downfield or whatever the quarterbacks go up the middle for like ten yards a pop. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this team it's uh very very disappointing. I mean, Evan Ingram only two receptions thirty yards. I think he needs to be targeted a little bit more. And now we lost Slayton, which he was a good, you know, up-and-coming wide receiver for the team. Uh, this upcoming week is going to be pretty bad for us. I don't – I honestly – I don't see something good coming out of this one. And it's actually very interesting, the fact that the Giants are 1-5, in five, and I think one win out of first place through week six. Well, so what – Cowboys are leading it right now, right, or no? Yeah, I think like two and four. So Cowboys are leading it. Then it goes to Eagles because they have a they are one, uh, four and one because they have a tie. So they're in second. And now Washington and Giants are tied for third or fourth. Yeah. So so if through week six you're one and five and you're like a game and a half or a game out of first place. I mean, yeah. I mean, when you're when a person leading the division is has two wins and their starting quarterback is out for the season, you kind of have a good shot there. So. Are we still in it? Yeah. We're 100% still in it. It's just... Do you want to be in it is the question. I kind of don't, especially with this shit season that's going on for us right now. I mean, no offense line at all. Our offense line is dog shit. There is nobody protecting their quarterback. Nobody creating holes for running back. It's done. It's terrible. I think they benched Andrew Thomas this week because he wasn't showing up the fucking film. Are you serious? Yeah. there. He is... It is your number one pick isn't showing up. It, it is absolutely terrible right now for this team. Was Joe Judge being the head coach a good decision? I don't think so. I do not think so. Yeah, he came from the Patriots, you know, a great franchise. You know, they had success, but it's not for the Giants. So the next game we got on the slate is the Baltimore Ravens. So next game we got on the slate is the Baltimore Ravens winning thirty to twenty eight against the Philadelphia Eagles. A lot closer than I thought was going to yeah, happen. I mean, Baltimore um, winning seventeen to zero at halftime. But I mean, you look at you know Carson Wentz's stats. You know, like I've said, I think he's a good quarterback. Just you know, doesn't got the, a great team behind him. Two hundred thirteen yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. That's a great game for him. Especially with, you know, still your number one receiver being Travis Fulgram. Six, six receptions, 75 yards, one touchdown. That's a great game. Uh, Zach Ertz injured again, injured now. Now they have no Dallas Goddard or Zach Ertz, so they're a little fucked there. Miles Sanders leading the run game with 118 yards. That's great with only nine carries. That's 13 yards on average. I, that team, they look good. Uh, I'm surprised, especially, you know, the the Ravens defense that's a great defense in my opinion. Um, 
their offense didn't do much special. Uh, Lamar Jackson, 186 yards, one touchdown. He led run game uh, at 108 yards, one touchdown. Other than that, the running backs, J.K. Dobbins, 28 yards, Gus Edwards, 26, Mark Ingram, who was injured, uh, 20 yards. So there's not much run game other than Lamar. I, it seems like to me Lamar is the only person on the offense only. I'm going to ask you this question, and I'm, I'm very interested in it. With a running quarterback, how do you think these wide receivers feel? Well, I mean, like, 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 like it, let's just say you're you're Hollywood Brown, right? And you're known for for you know big plays down the field. Let's just say you run 30, 20, 30 yards down the field. You turn back for the ball, and Lamar is just running half the time. I mean, how, how does that? No, he's on your ass already. Like by the time you look around, he's already behind right. you. Like, you know, how blocking shit? Like. It's do you, do you, do you, how do you think, I don't, like, what, is the, what is the confidence for like a wide receiver like that? I mean, like you half the time you turn around and Lamar's off with the ball. I, I think you need to have a a lot of you know you can't be selfish as a wide receiver over on that team. Yes. You got to know that you're part of the team and your your role is to you know be there when you can. I think that's the main thing. I mean, to me, when you have a running quarterback, you're the people that you really want is them big fucking tight ends. You know, especially, you know, when it comes down to the red zone, I mean, with the running quarterback, yeah, they can get in, but like, you know, it'll help to have a nice big body there. I don't know if you necessarily want speed demons like Marquise Brown. Right. I was just interested in it. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you know, you want, you know, as you're, as a starting receiver, you want to get those yards every season. But I mean, you might not get it when you're playing with the Ravens, honestly, because you know he, Lamar is known to be a running quarterback. He is basically a running back. Uh, people people don't like saying that because he's a quarterback and he can do other things. But I mean, you look at the numbers he puts up; he's basically a running back that can throw. Right. So for this next game here, we had the Pittsburgh Steelers routing Cleveland Browns thirty-eight to seven. Yeah, it just wasn't Baker's day. I mean, 119 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, got replaced by Case Keenum, who didn't do much better. I mean, five in you know, 10 attempts, only 46 yards. I mean, it, they just didn't look good. I mean, is this the end of their uh, end of their, you know, uh great season? May are they shit again? Who knows? I mean, they did go against a great Steelers defense, a great Steelers team. They look great this year. Uh they honestly surprised me as much as the Titans did this season. Um, I mean, Big Ben, 162 yards, one touchdown. James Conner, 101 yards, one touchdown. Benny Snell uh, ran one in. Chase Claypool ran one in. Uh, Claypool, leading receiver, 74 yards. Their team, they look good. Their defense, absolutely amazing. Yeah, I mean, the Steelers are 5-0 and this year. I mean, another one of the undefeated teams. Um, on the other side, I, I really think it's, once again, you know, they're missing Nick Chubb a lot. Yeah. He was that leading back, and he 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 got the job done at times, which led uh, to Kareem Hunt to be that receiving back. And it, when Kareem Hunt's just that number one back, I mean, it, it's really hurting him right now. Um, you know, a lot of people I've read reports that are saying Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham need to get out of Cleveland ASAP. Yeah, I mean, also, I mean, should they be together, though? I mean, yeah, they have a lot of great chemistry from college, but I think that's why, you know, he ended up on the Browns is because that's where he wanted to be with Jarvis Landry, but is it creating too much of a distraction? I'll say it, it, it might be, yeah, because that's what could happen too much distraction, you know, 
at least hit a downfall. That's just what happens. And I honestly think that they should be on separate teams because it worked. I mean, when he was on the Giants, he was good. Jarvis Landry alone on the Browns, he was good. And now they're slowing down when they're together. Right. But I mean, I mean, the Browns are four and two. They're second place in the division, I think, or third, I think. Yeah, that's a tough division. I mean, you got Steelers, Baltimore, Browns. Yeah. Um, but I mean, at four and two, is this their downfall yet? I mean, we're gonna have to see Baker look like his old self again, you know, with those picks. But um, you know, I guess only time will tell with that one. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a rough game. You know, they played against the Steelers. They're a great team this year. So I mean, very I good know, defense. I don't know how much you can fault the Browns for this one. I mean, it Steelers. They just look amazing this year. Did very good defense. Um, this next game here, we have the Chicago Bears winning twenty-three to sixteen against the Carolina Panthers. Bears improved to five and one. Yeah, I mean, uh, Teddy made some mix, made some mistakes this game with. I mean, two hundred sixteen yards, zero touchdowns, two interceptions. One of them, it was just absolutely disgusting. Threw it straight to the defender. No idea what the fuck he was doing. Mike Davis, 52 yards, one touchdown. They don't got them. Chris McCaffrey still, so they're still struggling with that. DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson, they both had, you know, they're both good receivers. They're just, this game, the Bears defense, they're just, they're good. Um, The defense for the Bears, I don't know. The problem is they're just putting so much pressure on the quarterbacks. They just throw it out there and, you know, it's going to get picked off. Yeah, like I was saying, um, you thought that Teddy Bridgewater would run all over this Bears defense, and I thought otherwise. Yeah, I know. I was seeing how Teddy has been the past couple weeks. I was, you know, hoping that he would because I fucking hate the Bears. I, you know, from Illinois, don't give a fuck. Fuck the Bears. I don't care for them. I think they've made some terrible decisions this season and the past couple seasons. I just don't like them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, what can you say? Nick Foles out there again. Nothing spectacular. I, he, I, I, I was looking at a press conference. He said, "He said, would you rather win ugly or lose pretty?" He said, "You know, we're gonna win ugly." <laughs> so, I, mean, I, I guess so, the whole season. It, it, the win, I, just like last week and week before, the wins have not come off of Nick Foles. It has been the Bears' defense. You're picking the ball off Teddy Bridgewater twice and not letting him score a single touchdown. Yeah, you're gonna win. I, there is no. Credit to Nick Foles. I'm sorry. Especially when you um, intercept the ball and, and recover a fumble uh, on, you know, going into the end zone, you know, on, on like, the opponent's 20-yard line or something. Yeah. No, you're, already, you're already in perfect range for that offense. All you have to do is dink it in there for somebody. Yeah. I don't I don't like Nick Foles. I think his accuracy is dog shit. I, I don't – I don't like his decision-making. It's just he's not – He's not the quarterback that I want to see in Chicago right now. That's just me. Who do you want to see? Trubisky. I think he has talent. I think he is that quarterback for that team that they need. I think a lot of Bears fans would disagree. I think a lot of Bears fans agree with me. I think Bears fans, Bears fans as a whole are 50% for their quarterback who they want. You think so? 100%. <laughs> uh, well, we might have to get a poll on that one. Okay. Um, the Detroit Lions beat the Jacksonville Jaguars thirty-four to sixteen. Jaguars are not looking good after their yeah their the, the start of the season. Minshew uh, magic has has run out. Uh, Mania? No, yeah, I call it Minshew magic. 
because it was not Cupid's magic. It, it wasn't mania. It was magic because what the fuck, you know, the Jaguars have done to him. They literally took his entire team away. So it's been magic of what he's accomplished to this point. But it looks like it has run out. I mean, Matthew Stafford, he's, I mean, he's looking okay. I mean, he's not, he's always been okay. Honestly, it's just, you know, the team is always underperformed. So he hasn't, he hasn't looked, you know, that outstanding. Uh, Matthew Stafford, 223 yards, one touchdown, one interception. DeAndre Swift with two touchdowns this game, 116 yards. Uh, another rookie that, you know, honestly, rookies are taking over the league this this year. Which is crazy. It's absolutely insane. I mean, I, we're having another quarterback, rookie quarterback starting. Now we got rookie running back DeAndre Swift, you know, getting more touches. Uh, the wide receivers in this league are fucking absolutely insane. Uh, I mean, I don't know what else to say about these rookies. They're all fucking quick. They seem like they know what they're doing. Like, it seems like, you know, you know, sometimes rookies are a little slow coming out of the gate. These rookies are getting going quick. Uh, yeah. Doing... Adrian Peterson. Go ahead. I was going to say we saw Adrian Peterson with the touchdown. Yeah, I would say the run game, they're looking good for the for the Lions. I mean, it's honestly the reason why they, they won. They had three touchdowns for run game. Run game wasn't looking too hot in Jacksonville. No, I mean, Jacksonville, they're – James Robinson, people were saying, you know, he's, you know, a miracle. You know, he was an undrafted uh, free agent. Just nah, – I, I didn't believe in him. He had, what, one or two games that, you know, he showed some promise. But I don't – I'm not 100% on board with him. That's just me. I mean, uh, Minshew, honestly – not a terrible game. 243 yards, one touchdown, one interception. I mean, there's just no run game for him. You, you right. take away Leonard Fournette, your number one running back, and you see what happens. They, I mean, James Robinson has been good for them this year. He just didn't show up this he game. He had like two, two good games this season. A couple, yeah. But, I mean, if he's that uh, – coming from an undrafted rookie, I mean, how much do you expect? Philip Lindsay. Okay, well, Philip Lindsay's been hurt this year. I know, but I, I expect him to be like a Philip Lindsay, you know, a better back. Philip Lindsay's a well, good back, and he's an undrafted free agent. I don't know. It, it, it's all part of perspective, but I mean, uh, the wide receivers, I mean, for Jacksonville, aren't too shabby. No, I mean, uh, I think, you know, in the future, once they decide what the fuck they're doing and they fire every motherfucker in that front office, they'll be good. <laughs> they have players to win a game. They just, they're not winning a game. <laughs> Uh, beginning of the season, they looked all right. I mean, yeah, they they only won one, but I mean, they were they were looking all right though. There's like close games. I mean, it's just poor execution by uh, the coaching staff. Right. Yeah, a lot of these games, we thought Jacksonville would would, would win, but I mean, they just haven't been doing. Yeah. Uh, next on the slate is we had the Miami Dolphins winning 24-0 against the Jets. I mean, was this really a surprise? No, or... it's a fucking bye week. <laughs> um, we got to see, you know, well, Joe Flacco, he's back. I mean, for the Jets, 186 yards, zero touchdowns, one reception, whatever. Nothing spectacular. There's no Frank Gore, your leading rusher, fucking, you know, he's about 100 years old, fucking just chugging along. I don't know. He doesn't give a fuck what's going on. Uh <sighs> Le'Veon Bell, he's gone now, so it's really – it's just Frank Gordon. Well, Ty Johnson, three carries, 42 yards this, this week. And I mean, that's only three carries. They're not going to feed him much. Uh, then when the Dolphins, you know, Fitzmagic, he looked all right, 191 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. 
Uh, they were up by so much, you know, said, fuck it, let's bring two in. And he had you know, nine yards only. But, I mean, it, I think that was just to get some jitters out for, you know, this upcoming uh, week eight so he can get, you know, just get going just a little bit. Miles um, Gaskin, nine, 91 yards, zero touchdowns. I mean, they have run. They have, they have somewhat of a run game. Nothing like, you know, spectacular, but, you know, it's there. Some weeks it's there. Some weeks it's there. Um, Adam Shaheen traded from the Bears three receptions, 51 yards, one touchdown this week. Um, I kind kind of surprising, not gonna lie. I thought of uh, you know, Gasecki is that number one tight end, but it looks like you know, Shaheen might be stepping in that role, right? And it's, I think that this might have been the plan the whole time to get to it in there. They just wanted you know, the right, the right record and you know, against the right team, or whatever, but. Uh, once again, going back to Tua, his first team is going up against the Los Angeles Rams defense. I mean, which is not the easiest task. So, how do you? I mean, what's up with that? I mean, the Rams—they look like they're. Little... Should they have started him this week? I want to say, I don't know. See, it's still picky to me. I don't know if you would even start him. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's picky to me. But I mean, it's just going to see how it works out because I mean, in their in the Dolphins division, you got it's the Jets, Patriots, and. Uh, who else? Bills. So, I mean, your biggest competition right now is the Bills. I mean, if Cam Newton, you know, he's got to improve from this past week. Uh, really shit a game this week. But, I mean, they're on a – they're on, you know, they they can get to the playoffs, honestly. How that, you know, with Jets, absolutely they're going to get last place, so there's no competition there. Um, your biggest competition is the Bills. That's what it is there. Yeah. What else are you going to no, say? No, that's it. Uh, okay. Uh, for the next game, we had the Tampa Bay Buccaneers winning 38-10 to 10 against the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, I mean, uh, Packers, they were up 10-0, and Buccaneers put 38 unanswered on the board. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, shit night, honestly. Even the run game, I mean, your leading running, running back was Jamal Williams at 34 yards. A.J. Dillon with 31, and coming in last, Aaron Jones, 15 yards. Uh, I mean, coming into this game, he was the leading back in this game in, for that team and didn't do shit. Devontae Adams was back this week, 61 yards. Not bad. You know, first week back, he's got to get into it again. Um, but Buccaneers, I mean, Brady looking like Brady, 161 yards, two touchdowns. The running game, absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Ronald Jones, 113 yards, two touchdowns. He's great. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, and like so he's filling that role that they needed for a running game because they don't really have spectacular name running backs. They have names everywhere else but the running backs. All right. Ronald Jones is putting up big numbers, I mean, the past couple of weeks, especially with Landon Fournette yeah. being out. I mean, LaShawn McCoy, too. I mean, he's there, but he's not doing jack shit. No, no, not not chance. I mean, you're better with uh, yeah, Ron. First touchdown um, with the Buccaneers this week. Gronk, yeah. I mean, he looked. He's looking good. Uh, Chris Godwin came back. Yeah, I mean, this team, when they're all here and healthy, it's a great fucking team. Oh, very much so. I, I think though, for the Green Bay rushing attack, it was like, uh, I think Tampa Bay has the best running running uh, defense in the league. So I mean, it's going to be hard to get something going against. Yeah, them. but I mean, they didn't even have a passing game really. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Rodgers just wasn't, wasn't looking hot. I mean, he was looking at phenomenal the first 
four games, and then uh, the other night, he was just, you know, he wasn't yeah. there. And next game we had here, we had the San Francisco 49ers winning 24-16 to against the Los Angeles Rams. And I'm going to direct this straight at you. Fuck you. You said Jimmy G, uh, Jimmy G was a one and done. You can piss the fuck off because this motherfucker went out for 268 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions this week. Fuck you. Now, let me stop you right there. Mm-hmm. I, I, I posed the question, is Jimmy G a one and done? I never said, is he? I never said he is. I said, yeah, but I asked you last episode and you, uh, you were a little hesitant on it. So I, I mean, I was fuck. skeptical. I didn't know. I, mean, I was skeptical. Hey, just like Mookie Betts is proving me to fuck wrong right now, Jimmy G is proving you fuck wrong right now. I mean, let's see it, Jimmy G. I'm all for it. I mean, come on. Uh, unfortunately, Monster's injured again. Uh, 65 yards this game. I mean, other than that, I mean, they're running backs. There's nothing, you know, too great. McCann is going to have to step back in and be that running back. Just like, you know, I mean, 49ers, they're an injured team. That's how they are. They just keep getting injured. That's the problem. Uh, George Kittle, 109 yards, one touchdown. Debo Samuel, 66 yards, one touchdown. They look, they look good. This, I mean, receivers, they looked all right this week. Um, which I mean, it hasn't been the case really. All right, then on the Rams, we got Jared Goff. I mean, 198 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Not a terrible game, but you know, their run game is eh. Daryl Henderson, 88 yards, zero touchdowns, and there's not much there. Wide receivers, uh, Tyler Higby, uh, 56 yards. I mean, there's really nothing special about this team. It's all the defense, honestly. They, that's where the craze is. I mean, with, you know, they got Jalen Ramsey, they got Aaron Donald. I mean, their defense—that's what you know. You talk about. I don't think Jared Goff is the quarterback that they that they need on that team to get them a championship. But I mean, they're paying them. Fuck it, let's keep going. Yeah, I mean, let, let's keep the train rolling. Uh, you can't say that this year, this week though, because they just lost. Yeah, uh, I mean, but I mean, it was a close game. Eight points. I mean, that's not a terrible loss, uh, but it is a loss. Is a loss. Uh, Especially to a, a hurt 49ers defense. I mean, yeah, their defense. I mean, can you imagine the 49ers if they had a full defense? I mean, if they had Solomon Thomas and they had Bosa back, I mean, they'd be all right. Uh, Jimmy G came back, you know, last week, didn't do jack shit. You know, you doubted him. I did not. He came back this week and proved everybody wrong. Uh, wide receivers. I mean, he's got wide receivers. I mean, they're all young, but I mean, they're reliable. George Kittle's that number one guy that he's going to rely on. And, I mean, that's a great guy to rely on. He's – Kittle is, you know, one of these tight ends that are like, you know, he's fast, he's strong, he can go up for catches, he can run and catch. It's Oh, he's generational. Yeah, it's one of these players that you need to rely on, and that's what he's doing. He's special. I mean, he's doing big things in, in San Francisco. And if, if Jimmy G can stay healthy, I can't see why, you know, they can't possibly be a wild card spot. Oh, 100%. I mean, especially – you know, if these you know young receivers start you know developing, I mean, you got Ayuk, Debo Samuel. I mean, Trent Taylor, he's there not doing much, but I mean, he's there. Uh, Kendrick is Kendrick Bourne, I think it is. Um, yeah, Kendrick Bourne. I mean, he's all right. I mean, not special, but he's there for him. Uh, I mean, you can take what you can get with this team, obviously. Um, you would you know you hope they would have someone else that they can target, but they really don't. Mm-hmm. So it's really about this next game, which is the Kansas City Chiefs winning twenty six to seventeen against the Buffalo Bills. 
Yeah, I mean, Chiefs, they look good. I mean, this game, it was um, it, it was a little bit misty. So, that, you know, the, runny, uh, the run game, you know, that's what, you know, sealed the deal for the, the game. Uh, you know, throwing the ball wasn't really it. And, I mean, for the Bills, I mean, their run game, it's kind of non-existent. I mean, uh, Devin Singletary, 32 yards. Zach Moss, 10 yards. That's terrible. I mean, they had the same yards. The, the two running backs combined had the same yards as Josh Allen at 42 yards. Uh, that's not good. Um, you need to get something going there for the run game. Stefan Diggs, 46 yards, one touchdown. Cole Beasley, 45 yards, one touchdown. They have those receivers in Buffalo. It's just they're a pass offense, and it was not a passing game. I mean, you look at the Chiefs, uh, Penny Mahomes, 225 yards, 225 yards, two touchdowns. But Edwards Allaire, 161 yards. That's what you need. I mean, then their backup, uh, uh, Williams, uh, what's his first name? Daryl, yeah, Daryl Williams, uh, Darryl, yeah. 26 yards, one touchdown. He got that score for him. I mean, <sighs> Travis Kelsey, he's that big body that you're going to rely on too. It's just, they, it's kind of like, you know, the 49ers, except, you know, Chiefs, they have, you know, receivers up the ass, but, you know, they rely on their t- tight end over here in uh, Kansas City. And uh, that's just what a young quarterback needs. Is that presence, and that's what Mahomes uses. Mm -hmm. And I think that the Chiefs in this win, they really use the balance attack here uh, with the run in the pass game, which is very lethal, especially one of the best teams in the NFL, if not the best team in the NFL. Um, And and we really saw here with Josh Allen going up against, you know, an okay defense, an average defense in Kansas City. he he that doesn't look like your MVP right there that you were talking about before. No, I mean I, it's just because you know weather conditions that actually last couple of weeks against Tennessee too. He's been look hasn't been looking the same in the first four weeks. All right, this wasn't a bad game by him though. I mean he was the person he's the only person that they had on the offense that can do something. There was no running because he's a quarterback. The running game sucks ass though. That so does a lot of teams and they other people still get it done. They don't though. <laughs> they don't <laughs> But what I'm saying is he put the team on their back. You know, it, shit happens, bad weather conditions. They can't throw the ball. They're bad weather conditions. It was raining. He, it was a mess. They, you, okay, the ball is slippery. You can't throw the ball. That's just the problem. It was a damn miss. Motherfucker, were you watching the game? It was a It was a miss, miss, but mist is rain, motherfucker. Water is wet. Wipe it on the center's ass cheeks. Water is wet. Wet makes ball slippery. Get it? Got it? Good. Shut the fuck up now. Now we have the, the Arizona Cardinals winning 38-10 to 10 against the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, we saw this coming, did we not? We did. I mean, honestly, Cowboys, they have no offense line. It's all injured now. Uh, uh, Martin came out with a concussion, I believe it was. Um, I mean, honestly, Andy Dalton didn't look terrible. It's just there was nobody there for him. Literally, Zeke fumbled the ball twice. Dalton, he threw the uh, through two interceptions, two hundred sixty six yards, and one touchdown. But I mean, he literally had people on his fucking cock every fucking second of the game. He literally dumped it out to the best person he could, and he hoped something happened. And actually, it didn't. He didn't look terrible. Yeah, they lost, but I mean, when you're when you're Zeke, you fumbled the ball. They were relying on you, especially with a new quarterback. You know, no offense line. Zeke, they wanted to feed Zeke the ball, but he fucking failed. 
Brian, look at the other side. I mean, Kenyon Drake finally has his game of the year. Yeah, I mean, but they they fed him the ball because, I mean, they were up and they just said, fuck it, we'll just give it to him. 164 yards, two touchdowns for Kenyon Drake. Kyler Murray, 188 yards passing, two touchdowns. He ran 74 yards and ran one in for a touchdown. I mean, he he looks good. He's, you know, one of those quiet guys, but, like, you know, uh, silent but deadly. That's just who he is. Uh, the receivers over there, I mean – it took a while for DeAnthony Hopkins to get something done. Then he hit like it was like a slant over the middle, and he ran it. DeAndre Hopkins. What would I say? DeAnthony. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Same motherfucking person. Whatever. Shout out. Shout yeah. out. But um, you know, it took a while for something to get going there, and then he, you know, took a slant and ran it for sixty yards. I mean, that was amazing. Then Christian Kirk with an ab- Kyler threw an absolute bomb, eighty yards that have gone to feel fucking. He's got a cannon. He does, and then that's that baseball arm for you right there. Um, and Christian Kirk was there. He took it in for two touchdowns that game. I, I mean, this team, they look good. Yeah, they were going against a hurt, you know, uh, Cowboys team. Their def- Cowboys defense looks absolute dog shit. Um, but, I mean, Cardinals, they look good. Uh, their defense looks solid. Uh, the offense looks deadly. I think it's just it, they're going to be out of terror these, you know, next two, three years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm reading some uh, little notes on the side here. We have Mike Tomlin says that Devin Bush has is going in for surgery for his ACL. Yep. Uh, Joe Judge benched Aaron Th- or Andrew Thomas. Uh, he said that Andrew Thomas not going to film was supposed to be a statement move. What statement? You're a fucking rookie. Show up the shit, dumbass. He said it's definitely good for coaching. A Captain Jabil Pepper says, it doesn't matter who it is. The rules are the rules. Yeah, uh, the mother- He's a cocky piece of shit. That's what he is. And we drafted the wrong person once again. Uh, the Giants, they need to get their fucking shit together and actually draft the right people. Uh, Andrew Thomas, piece of shit. And I don't know. If you do get a good pick here, who do you go? You go offensive. You go offensive. I would have gone up for. Oh, you, so you talking about this upcoming draft or the draft we just had? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I, I like. I want to go back to the draft we just had. I don't think Andrew Thomas was the offensive line we should have grabbed. That's just me. I didn't see much potential there. I thought the best option would be like Mackay Beckton. Um, I, he is the best upside there. But for this upcoming draft, um, I mean. You kind of want to go offense line. We Giants need an offense line, all right. But I think you also need to go for free agency to get offense line. I think that's where you need to start. I don't. If you can't get something in free agency, I think you have to draft offense line in the first round. But also, I really like the running backs in this draft, especially for the Giants. I think Daniel Jones can be fine as long as he has, you know, Saquon. He's got an offensive line. The receivers are doing something. Easy E's still there. Uh, uh, Evan Ingram. Um, the defense there. Yeah, so so we could use a uh, defensive pick in the first round. Could help us a lot, uh, especially linebacker. I think, but I honestly I don't know. I don't know this exact person to pick, you know. But they they have fucked up the past, you know, how many years now on first round draft picks other than Saquon, and they need to get something right. So you said there's many options you can go. There through. is. It just it depends what you get in free agency. Right, right, right. Um, big free agent class is coming up here, and then so that that wraps up week six. I mean, we had the Raiders, Saints, Chargers, and Seahawks all on buys. Mm-hmm. Um, you got anything else for the people? No, that's about it. Stay classy, people. Stay classy. This one being this big daddy, awesome.
Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram at 2 Dudes Making Big Moves. Our Twitter is at 2 Making. Make sure you guys give some feedback on all of our socials and share with a friend if you enjoyed it. It really means a lot to us. Thank you so much, and see you guys on Thursday. See you all later.